Blog Talk Radio. Introducing Poetry. Hosted by the lovely, the angelic poet. Sit back, relax, enjoy. After dark, be original. You know what we do. You know how we do and when we want to do it. That's right. Poets is going to stand up for you tonight. I got some great, great work to share with you guys tonight. I'm putting this out right here at the break of the show. There will be no open mic tonight. I'm sorry. Tonight is the night where the poetess is going to tune you into the greatest poetry, the most relaxing music. So let me do my thing. And next Friday, we will open the mic up for those that want to sit. So that's how we're going to do that. Um, I hope everyone is having a blessed, drama-free day, night, and I hope you have a great weekend. Truly. We don't want no drama on the show. (laughs) So just bring yourself, kick back, and relax. So we're going to get right up into this. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up with some poetry. Um, This artist uh, that I'm about to play, you have heard before. His name is Eric Moore. He hosts a show on BTR, and it is the Verbal Inc. Um, Midday Fix. Real good show. Um, He plays a lot of indie artists, and he plays hip-hop. He plays R&B. So you get a mixture of it all over there midday. So definitely check them out. So right now we have... Eric Moore was misunderstood. 
Just to be close to you, girl. 
with no direction, with no purpose, with no one to love, and no one to love me for, for me. Oh, girl, then you, then you came into my life. You made my jagged edges smooth. You made my, you made my direction so clear. And you, oh, woman, you became my purpose, my reason for living, girl. You see, you're my heart, you're my soul, you're my stone inspiration, baby. Oh, that's why I'm standing here singing and opening my arms to you. I want to say, child, why don't you take my hand? Oh, we'll live in love forever, yeah. Take my hand. Ooh, we'll be alone, you and me, yeah. After Dark the Original, I'm your host, Poetess. Blessings, everyone. I hope you all are having a great night. Poets out there that want your tracks played on the show, please email them to me in MP3 format to poetryafterdark at gmail.com. Later on in the show, guys, I did drop a track, as I stated on Facebook, so I will be playing that later on in the show, so stay tuned for that. Uh, right now, we have next poet will be Divinity. Now, you heard her before if you're a regular listener to the show. This one here is, um, it is, whew, it's, it's strong, and I'm going to put it this way. You just need to have an open mind for this piece. I'm putting out the disclaimer on it already. Check this out. This is Divinity Oxygen. Okay, coming to the stage, a wonderful, spectacular spoken word poet. Let's give a round of applause for Divinity. <laughs> All right, y'all, see, this is about a situation 
that I hope none of y'all have to go through, but, you know, this is based upon a true story, so believe it. I got a man and I think I'm gonna forever, and forever we'll be together. No matter where he goes, I'll be thinking of him. I'm gonna love him, I'm gonna love him. He is the love of my life, I can't deny it, though I've tried it. See, I'm not on that waiting to exhale shit. You mess around and he'll leave you suffocated. But his loving's what I breathe and it leaves me inebriated. Sedated by inhaling his mind into my lungs. I could OD off his love. Resurrect from death and with one last breath just profess my happiness. Because he is the shit. Straight oxygen. No trace of carbon dioxide. Neither harsh chemicals nor abrasives. And the way he say shit just got me like, damn. Watching Love Jones, accompanied by our loud moans, he likes to call me Redbone, and when we're alone, I can see into his soul. Embraced by his ebony skin tone, thoughts on his views, political, lyrical, spiritual, but we was ever getting physical when he ain't got a job, but he's looking. A couple of times, I had to pick him up from Central Booking. Sometimes he pays too much attention to another sister switch, and sometimes he comes just a little too quick, and... Sometimes his breath ain't as fresh as it should be And sometimes his crib ain't as clean as it could be But but see, but see, all that's cool cause, cause I could work with that But y'all, you ever be at work and get suspicious like something ain't right? Like, like something just ain't right? Well, well let me break it down for you Cause see, I was working the register when a chill arrived up my spine Perpetrated my mind like, hey yo D, something ain't right Feeling so deranged I even gave my customer back the wrong change So I left early Felt like I left the gas on in the crib. It was particularly strange, but composure regained. I arrived home. I put my key in. He double locked it. Yo, he don't ever double lock that door, y'all. And my first step is introduced to foreign clothing on the carpet. Red alert, but slow, and then I smell that sex shit. You know that. Prophylactic, nanoxin online lifestyle type smell that Clitoris happy, dick friendly, sweaty type smell that Bend me over and fuck me baby Damn you shit a tight conversation while you screwing type of smell So I ran into the kitchen for a weapon Cause butcher knives work every time Be calm You're fine And then the door opens Her ass in the air Blinded by her artificial hair He can't see me and and she, I prayed that she would be a stranger, but nah, y'all, she was Twanisha, my next-door neighbor. Feeling like a scene in Saving Private Ryan, because there's about to be some bloodshed and there's about to be some crying. He sees me, no longer oxygen, straight smoke, but I'll be damned if he the nigga to make me choke. He stopped mid-stroke, I jumped on the bed and attempted to slice his throat, but you know good motherfuckers and niggas ain't shit-type fury. And she cleansed the sheets and brief retreat before I threatened to start some beef, and she almost slipped past me. <laughs> But I'm fassy On some matrix Come up the wall And kick a bitch type quick I grabbed her by her wrist And I spit in her grill And he came to her defense Like chill chill But I was hot And if I'd have had a gun Somebody would have got shot Cause I had a man And I thought I'd have him Forever Till I caught his dick In some heifer She knew I was with the nigga When he met her I'm gonna wet her With my Beretta the bombardment of empty apologies and dry tears I faced was unbearable, but I swear to you, I refuse to be one of those I'ma give him five more chances type. He's struggling in an oppressive nation, let me support him type. I can change him and beat the other woman's asses type. Lifetime movie reader Marley type sister, cause he's simply not that serious. So I'm 
taking applications for his replacement. But for right now, I'll just clutch my pillow tight. Tears. You're tuned into Poetry After Dark, the original, and I'm your host, the Poetry. 
Uh, welcome all the receptions to the chat room. I do appreciate you stepping in and checking out the show tonight, and I hope you enjoy the show. All right. The next poet, and I'm going to play for you guys tonight, is named Kenny Fountain. Um, I think his work is great, and I hope you do too. And this one's title is um, One Time for the Our Service. Woo! Here we go. I just check things out and observe the way it goes, like how people in the spotlight front and put on shows like when a brother's in the news for doing something negative, how they're always on the TV screen with their comments to give, to berate them, belittle them, saying, lock them up, throw away the key, they're nothing but some thugs and a menace to society. You see, I don't promote violence or anything like that. I don't have beef with certain types of cats, but like the saying goes, you know, game recognized game. I'm here to give a shout out to the thugs. Can you recognize their name? One time for the thugs. Big timer, Mr. Miami, you got the city on lock, trying to rid the city of all this violence when all the while you're the gun that's cocked, making promises to the people. How you going to give them a better life? But the cops taking you to jail at two in the morning for beating the hell out of your wife. Joe Carroyo, one time for the thugs. Player, player, Mr. Savior, pack your bags, you're heading out west. See, you're the man they count on most when there's civil unrest. Worldwide, you preach, telling your people how important family structure is. But you cheated on your wife, got a woman pregnant, then you denied the kid. Jesse Jackson, one time for the thugs. Hollywood, Hollywood, heading to the Walk of Fame. Everybody thinks you're the real police when they hear your name. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. That's your song. You should have thought about that before you killed your wife when you was on the way home. Robert Blake. One time for the thug. Dressed in white, cross displayed, reputable men of the cloth. Working for the Lord, helping to find all of the souls that are lost. You see, action speaks louder than words. That's why you never make much noise. Another reason is because all these years, you've been raping those young little boys. Catholic priest. One time for the thugs. Politicians, politicians, playing that dirty game, giving the people false hope. Kiss that baby, tell them what they want to hear as long as you get that vote. You see, you did the same thing to that pretty young girl when you whispered in her ear. But something went wrong, things got out of hand. Then you made her disappear. Gary Condit. One time for the thugs. Big dog, big dog, leader of the pack. Show these little pups how you ride. You got to be the man to pull one so big. Not city, but nationwide. You got your little flunkies to do their little things and told them you had their protection. Before anyone knew it, it all went down. You stole the presidential election. But that wasn't enough. Your mark wasn't made. You had another nation to spoil. Used chemical weapons as an excuse for war and traded soldiers' lives for oil. George W. Bush Jr. One time for the thugs. You see, I don't promote violence or anything like that. I don't have beef with certain type of cats. But like the saying goes, you know, game recognized game. I'm here to give a shout out to the thugs, did you? 
Recognize their name One time for the
Michael Jackson, just another part of me. You're tuned in to Poetry After Dark, the original, and I'm your host, the Poetry. Giving shout-outs to my big cuz all the way from Washington, D.C. Thank you for calling in. Also, shout-out to the chat room, everyone that's chilling in there. Shout-out to Facebook. Shout-out to my dog in Detroit, DJ. I see you on the line, boo. Thank you for calling in. All right, um, the next poet that I have here is named Tonight. And I have played some of his work before. This is a new piece by him, and it's titled His His Prayer. Excuse me. Here we go. Dear Heavenly Father, the King of Kings, the ruler of everything below I thank you for the gift to be able to write my poetry, but now it's time for you to be dedicated to poems. Lord, forgive me for my sins and cleanse my soul with your blood. Trap me in a room full of demons and out my mouth let your words flood. Because I don't fear those that turn their destinies against you. They made their choice in their own free will, but about you, they must not have had a clue. We all slip up, but those that know you never leave. So I dedicate this poem to you because you're worthy. Yes, indeed. You said you would not forsake me, and God, I believe that. You said seek me and ye shall find me. Well, I also believe that. But with some of the things I did in your face, you still love me. Now, I can't believe that. Because if I were you and you were me, I would have to wipe you up off the map. For disrespecting me and biting the hand that feeds you because I created you in the perfect image, but yet you turned into that. That creature that loved everything the devil provided and slowly turned away from me. Lord, I don't see how I'm better than no serpent or rat. But you kept shining your love and grace on me like you do all of your other creatures. And I wanted to say thank you for doing what you do because your work always leaves me speechless. Because without your name, there would be no glory. You're the author and everybody else is just characters in the story. You send messages of pain through me in every poem from beginning to end to let everybody know about the pains you endured and some that you still hold within of your children, your creatures going through lust, temptation, and hatred. When loving you is just as easy, but some people make it seem like it's just so sacred. Lord, I just ask you to keep on correcting me. Keep pushing me in the ultimate goal of a believer. Keep perfecting me. My hands are like an old man's hands because I've already lived my life and my body's young because you resurrected me. I got the front line of your army and you got my back, so let's triumph for eternity. Because instead of walking through that valley full of shadows of death, I'd rather fly through that valley with your light in my chest. I remember trading to receive my poetry book for my bulletproof vest. I was a kid when I started, but now I'm older and it's time to finish this quest. Lord, may I ask your words pass through me, be heard in the ears of the deaf. May the blind see your aura, may the premature deceased have breath. And even though he's sneaking, everybody knows that's not a good feature. You said pray for these type of people, so I pray for Bush, God. Put your hands on this country's leader. Bless my family and guide them in whatever ways you may need to. Bless those who believe in you a little bit and save those that even think of you. Lord, patience you... Lord, patience... Lord, patience is what you said I had to learn, and in that characteristic, I feel you correcting me. I thank you for the ability to learn because patience is needed for this poetry CD. Speaking of patience, some religious people often laugh at me because they think I'm a joke to you. 
Speaking of patience, some religious people laugh at me because they think I'm a joke to your word. They often categorize me without knowing me as that average man standing on the curb. They think I'm a cahoots with the devil and they think they're a little bit better than some perv. I blend in with the heathens. I bet one gets saved if he fills this poem because of what he just heard. I thank you and ask you blessed every poet that writes down whatever they have to say. And I thank you for our guardian angels so they can protect us and move whatever obstacles may be in the way. I ask you bless our words and help us spread a message or two for you one way or another. And then bless Florida and Louisiana for Hurricanes Andrew and Katrina. And bless yourself. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
school in a gang, y'all, uh, first of all. And I see that my um, partner in crime got her hand up. Is that intentional? Ms. <laughs> DZ. What up, though? Did you press one? You said what? Did you press one? No, I ain't press, I ain't press one, Did but since you got me on the mic, I mean, what's up? Nothing <laughs> much. I saw your hand was raised, no doubt, for real. That's Dude, I, I like, I don't have, my hand is, was not up. I mean, is this open mic? I mean. Mm-mm, it ain't. But I, if you want to. Oh, for sure, that's love. Yeah. That's love. But, um, okay. I'm going to take you back out and get you off. <laughs> I mean, since it's not open mic, I, I'll sit back and just chill then. You know? Okay. Okay. All right. So continue on with this show here. We have um and that will be Miss Divinity and this is another piece I heard and this one is titled The Unborn. Now again, because when I play her pieces people are like, Wow. So yeah, this is gonna be another wild one right here. Now you see usually it would have slid down her throat instead of her fallopian, but his eyes filled with wives were so provoking, and her legs began to open, and his penis started to rise, and she spread her little thighs. He kissed her tears as she began to cry. She started to resist, but then he knelt to lick her clit, and that was it, you see. He called it love. He called it what it was as it rose from his van deference, this healthy specimen of semen conveniently leaving all prophylactics in his jacket. Planting seeds in her mind, they simultaneously began to breed, and he came and licked her sorrows clean. He paid for the movies, Mickey D's, and her bus fare, threw her a little something for nails in her hair, and she had a man who she just knew that he cared, sneaking kisses between her classes just beneath the first flight of stairs, and it was one month of happiness, just one month of happiness. It was so pleasant. But then every moment became consumed with dread for last week her panties were clean when she knows she should have bled. Nothing red, just aggression blown upon her where once love did provide her confession she had tried and his anger it did rise at her suggestion that inside her belly was where his child did now reside. He denied that he had touched her but withdrew that claim for after all he was committed. Took her back on the condition that she'd kill it at the clinic. No, he didn't. They'd say it, she told her friends in confidence, but I love him and I want him, and if I can't keep it, then so be it. Plus, we only 15, so I kind of sort of agree with his decision, and that was her position. So they went to the place where dead babies go when parents so futile can't reap what they sow, When she went in alone for the blood test and the sonogram, and she saw her baby barely there but he or she was there and she suddenly got so scared cause she'd never see him run or walking she'll never see her smile or talking she'll never get to apologize and take all of the faults with her feet in stirrups she closed her eyes hoping the darkness would please her needles with anesthesia and her consciousness did leave her and her conscience it did beat her awoken broken cramping soaking in the blood of the deceased and crying heavily all she could murmur was To be or not to be, that is the question. Are you serious? Kill that. 
Yo, this your man. Sound off now. When I'm in that vibe or that zone and I want to listen to some hot poetry or spoken word, I tune in to my fam, the Angelic Poetess, on Blog Talk Radio for some of the hottest spoken word artists on the internet airwaves. So check out my girl, D.A.P., from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. weekly on the Blog Talk Radio airwaves for some of the hottest spoken word artists on the internet abroad. Again, that's Poetry After Dark with my fam, D.A.P., the Angelic Poetess, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Deuces. I'm out.
That is Robin Thicke, Against the World. You're tuned in to Poetry After Dark, the original. I'm your host, the And as I said earlier, I will be dropping a new track. So here it is. It's a piece that I have read on shows before um, titled Breaking These Chains.
into Forgy After Dark, the original. I'm your host, the poetess, and I swear the chat won't be catching me sometimes. I be, I got a host, guys. <laughs> that's my job, so that's why I got to pay attention to. Anyhow, um, peace and blessings to everyone that came through the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Big shout-outs to Facebook. I see you guys out there. I know that you're there in numbers, but I can't see you personally, but, you know, I know you're there. Um, thanks for all the love. Poets out there that want their tracks played on my show, please email me in three format to poetryafterdark at gmail.com. Also, if you are a poet and you're writing on the regular and you would like to share your work, please um, sign up or at least go check out our site, and that's www.poetryafterdarknl, which stands for nightlife.ning.com. All right. So we have um, our very own Bad Boy number two, Exclusive Rights. See, I found you lying across my heart like a bookmark somewhere between chapters one and five. Damn, I thought I lost you between subjects and verbs, but you were here all the time. Like a good page turner, I press lips to forefinger and thumbs, taking my time as my eyes move over every I rub my fingers across every line till they are smudged with the essence of your with the essence of your pages. See, there's no plot twist to this. See, I'm just feeling you. There's no plot twist to this. You and I, we both know we want this. Was it your touch that foreshadowed the great expectations of sweat that slides and sizzles between a fertile crescent of your breast that danced for me like a cat on a hot tin roof? Your finger play makes me sway, move like fireflies in a midsummer night's dream. Is it the smile? Is it the voice that wrote the foreword? So I said, be damn my resistance. I jump as Icarus, feeling your desires melting away the wax wings of my willpower as I'm falling for you like Alice down the rabbit hole. It's crazy, right? See, it's crazy how I want you like you're my partner and we got all spades. <laughs> or you're like my weekend and I just got paid. Or 
like it's you and I Sunday morning and we're staying in bed all day we're staying in all day see there's no plot twist to this I just think that the time to tell is now I'm feeling you I feel like you were made just for me, babe. Tell me if you feel the same way. Because that's my one and only manuscript. I want the exclusive rights.
Marvin Gaye, let's get it on. I know that's right. You're tuned in to Poetry After Dark, the original, and I am your host, the Cortez. All right, so we're going back to Kenny Sound. We have another one, and this one is titled No Such Words. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, have you reached the verdict? Yes, Your Honor. Even though the boy was minding his own business and the police were irrational, we still find the officers not guilty. Justice is served. Justice is served. If you're black, you're going to keep losing. Who selected the jury? There had to be a plan to make sure it didn't work for the black man. No blacks on the jury. I was broken hearted. The cops were found innocent before the trial started. Why they even had a trial is beyond my guess. I guess they call it the normal process. They came out smiling. They never even sweated when they should be on the chopping block getting beheaded. And you have the nerve to say justice was served before a black man. There's no such words. Police brutality, where do we draw the line? Rodney King was not the first time. Numerous amounts in numerous places. So many blacks, so many cases. New York, Miami, and definitely L.A. The cops are out of hand with their force display. Drunk driving or speeding is not justified. Beating a man in the street till he's close to dying. To cover yourself, you said he tried to attack. How? With four batons being slammed to his head and his back. He threw up his hands for protection, what I figured. But like you said on the radio, you had to get a nigga. So you committed to kicking, swinging, and stomping. The more he screamed, the more your heart started pumping. We all know the deal, you try to be discreet. You might as well go on the patrol with the white hoods and sheets. But you have the nerve to say justice was served. Before a black man, there's no such word. A black life doesn't mean jack to the white man. That's a slap in the face to African Americans. You never have a problem with letting it show because you never have a problem with letting the cops go. But when we take it to the streets, you cry the blues when you are the ones igniting the fuse. As the fuse gets shorter, you keep throwing matches when finally there's one where the 
fire catching. Cause if a black cop had shot a white, then he would be locked in prison tonight. I know some people are out there wondering about this question that I've been pondering. If the cop was black and the suspect were white, see, would they get tried by an all-black jury? In the words of homie the clown, you know, and let the blacks walk free? I don't think so. And you have the nerve to say justice was served. But for a black man, there's no such word. Oh uh-huh. 
Okay, I guess we tell how old we are up in the chat room. You know I am known to be, quote-unquote, digging in the crates, as my man, uh, Coach K, would say. Y'all know how we do. All right, um, going back to Poet Termite, and this is the call before the storm. I just lost track of my mind. With some of the things I've seen with my shady eyes, sometimes I wish I was blind. Because I'd rather be scared of a loud bang of a sudden blast of a 12-gauge shotgun than to be scared sitting in my house wondering who's outside watching me because I've seen what they've done. Yeah, I'm young, but I ain't young enough to know this world ain't nowhere near the same. Everybody clicking up got something to prove, young and dumb. Even my suffering, 99% the same. same, same. I was approximately 16 when I decided I was going to excel in the private life of which I've already lived. Hanging with the older crew, slanging here and there, violence, nothing was repetitive. That type of lifestyle just seemed to fit me to the teeth like the crease of a tight glove. I was raised right, my mama gave me everything she could, but to turn my back on it was just something I never cared of. Because of God's blessing formed through my mama, I realized that I was going to be a rich Grinch. I was born in the Bahamas, but a bad spawn of an angel being deteriorated by a pussy bitch. And the outcome? Well, I was born. born. A soul may handle to a body without question, but without realizing that the soul was already torn. I came into this world pissed off, and anything that made me angry, I powered anything that made me happy. And the only things that could calm me was the violence and the only woman that was allowed to slap me. I went through many identities to hide the real ones deep inside and out of sight. So once again, what was the outcome of that? The birth of termite. A man with so many souls, personalities, hard times and secrets. There was no appreciation in life and all the hatred bottled up inside. It was hard for me to keep it. After suicidal attempts and belly missing assassinations, I realized that my life was going to be a little too wild. But in some sick way, I loved it. But it was diminished by the birth of an unexpected child. To keep a long story short, my family didn't know about my daughter. But one well-hated enemy did. Hatred filled that enemy up so much that plain and simple, the nigga ended up killing my kids. Family started mourning and poor things started happening. Not because of my daughter, but because that enemy died of some type of freak accident. I don't know how and I don't care, and that's my story, and I'm sticking with it. I love the fact that this cowboy was there so much that I praised it. So afterwards, I went and repented. But justice to me still wasn't good. I had to repay that currently living better bastard. Written over God for my life, I gathered the closest of my niggas with the his funeral and dumped this casket. I started living by my own rules. If I didn't know you, I didn't give a fuck, and I kept a throwaway tightly tough. I grew up my own saying that I will continue to destruct until I self-destruct. I'm a Miami-based Bahamian. I let that simple fact become my soul and my hatred was my power. My blood was alcohol and if I did dealings with anybody with my luck, the deal kept going sour. Something was growing bodily inside of me and it kind of shook me like the end of time. Slicky, sippy, trippy. I was just tired of niggas throwing a little fuck nigga sign. I knew there was a heaven, but I believed in hell. I wanted to send everybody there because my life already felt like a cold, rotten cell of a demon that did nothing all day but push-ups. I knew this wasn't what God planned for me, and I felt so corrupt. So I dropped down in my celestial hole and recognized that I'm a born leader. But Hitler was too. Conflicted questions started forming in my mind, like should I have a big army or should I stay with a few? Should I teach my people mild, cold-hearted ways, or should I just tell them live their lives like they were the last days? Being a name proclaimed king in this clique, I realized I had to reign, rule, and conquer. I had no choice. If I stopped, the niggas would kill me anyway, but I wanted my future kids to hear their baby's voice. I was turning into a lost soul that I seemed to always talk about. I was devastated because I was a misguided leader not following God, and I was about to flip out. Then a voice came to me and asked me a question that I've asked everybody troubled ever since. If you don't see something, do you hear it? And if you don't hear it, do you fear it? Was the beginning part of this sentence. Me being who I was, I was like, no, but then a voice said, if you don't fear it, where is it there? I thought about it for a second as the sentence finished with, and if it's there and it happens to kill you, then tell me, is it fair? 
That's when I realized that my soul and my life was something that I was going to have to reveal. But that was going to be a little harder for me because the one girl I confided in, I called my sister, was already killed. And even though sometimes I wish it was me instead of her that would have died, I usually don't say it publicly, but in the name of Dark Side, I'm going to continue to ride. That's the name of the clique. It's an acronym. It stands for Dear Adversaries. We know shit y'all don't invent. What we knew was our enemies were demons and our father was God. And for that simple fact, the enemies wanted our heads. This life I've chosen kept me down emotionally. Black in my heart. Messed me up and all out of spite. So once again, termite was down. But what was the outcome of that? The spiritual person, termite, termite, termite. It was preached to me that the calm is life and the storm is life. And it's an ongoing battle, so now it's time to ignite. So I saddled up, got spiritually filled, going to claim God's territory is what I said. Stop busting at people so quickly. Instead, I wanted to pray for them because I knew they were part of the living dead. So when life's shadows come to get you, sometimes a little fall could be your only means of help. If you ever seen a nigga take his last breath, you know what I'm talking about. Just imagine how he felt. He probably gave his life and got admitted into heaven right before his family had to mourn. I'm a death angel to lost souls. God giving me my purpose. My life was to come. Prepare for the storm. The storm. The storm.
That's the truth for you, remind. You're tuned into Poetry After Dark, the original. I'm your host, the poetess. And it is time for us to have our triple play of poetry. And then we're going to kick this off with Kalan AC, and this is Far From the Tree. You reap what you sow. And just like us, some trees have seeds that are gender specific. For instance, you can't just plant an apple tree seed in the dirt and expect it to work because there's male and female. And the proper union has to be cultivated. And just like them, Johnny can't just roam these city streets spreading his apple seeds and hoping that they make it. And just because he learned how to convince lonely women to get naked, then con them out of using the condom and lose them the same way he found them, it only means that his seeds are going to have a hard time trying to live. And John... I know in your mind you think you're big, but your physical form would have to be deaf, dumb, and blind, and never mind the fact that an Oedipus Rex often wrecks city streets. And sometimes, estranged children catch up with deadbeats, because you reap what you sow. And in the best case scenario, they come back donning big names like Keisha Cole and LeBron James, but if she can't sing or he ain't got game or there's nobody in the community to help her with her homework or him with his book report to cultivate their brain... They just might resort to a life of crime. And in such cases, instead of coming back down in big names, they come back down in big 45s and 9s. And, and then you're liable to find that the prime reason for the destruction of black civilization is the fact that black fathers are becoming extinct. And my father's father barely knew how to locate his son, but he damn sure knew how to find a drink. And if you were looking for my father, the best place to start is wherever I wasn't now. That doesn't mean I didn't have a dad. It simply means that my dad's name was Mom. And she worked overtime trying to find a kind of life support called child support. And while he thought it was a good idea to lay down, apparently he felt a diametric opposite way about staying around and handling his business. But then you reap what you sow, and who knows? Maybe I could have been a lawyer or a dentist, but instead I branched out into a Conan and Destroyer type menace. But that was back when I was a sapling, but I've grown a lot since then, but I still spent some unnecessary nights in jail cells before it was finished. Now raise your hand if you're not surprised. In fact, why don't you raise your hand if your father wasn't quite a man in your eyes? And I met my father like five times since I've been an adult, and each time I looked into his eyes and failed to recognize the type of resemblance that my children recognized between them and I, which is a shame because their great-grandfather, their grandfather, and I all gave him that last name, but apparently only one of us cared enough about his children to put them first. Them other cats must have been like, yo, I'm going to plant my seeds in the earth because I can. But if you don't remember anything else I said tonight, remember this. If you can't expect your children to consider you a father, then you must be absolutely out of your mind if you ever expect anyone else in this world to consider you a man. We learn to spread wings. We engulf thin air into weak lungs. We learn to fly, even if we must fly alone. We leave comfort zones because they tame us change us, make us accept the unacceptable because it's understandable to want to stay with flocks, with birds of feather. We'd rather walk and crawl together than soar alone. But a time comes in every beating heart's life where you must leave home, where you must forsake father and mother and comfortable nest and tree and grand expectations, where you must forsake what the world thought you should be, where you must leave the beaten path and cleave to these forks in the road, these roads less traveled. And there are many flights not taken. 
wings weighed down with excess baggage. And life is a trip, but you can only carry so much baggage. Anything that exceeds the weight and height, you either leave it behind or you prepare to pay the price. Because when you're pursuing dreams, you need to keep your carry-ons lean. You never leave dreams unattended. You never carry dreams given to you by someone else. You figure out which things you got to check and protect and which dreams you hold close to you. You let go of everything that was sold to you as true. Too much hurt affects your wingspan. Changes the game plan. See, flying ain't about proving to someone who is struggling to be somebody that you're going to be somebody too. Flying is about taking what you got, being who you are, and doing what you do. And oh, yes. It gets lonely, and your arms are going to get tired, and your soul is going to get weary, but it's flying that helps you to see beyond the two feet in front of you. Because when you've seen clouds and rain and beating sun and piercing blue, you know there's more than waking up and drudging through the day just to get home and sleep to do it again the next day. You know there's more to you than this, and you can't make up for the life you've missed. You can't let regret and hard knocks age you and jade you until you no longer believe in making believe. See, making believe is mixing faith and trust with a few unanswered questions and waiting prayers. It means going on. Even when you can't see what's going on, it's taking tough and difficult and pushing up with so many sets and reps until they make you stronger. It is not for punks, not for cowards, not for innocent bystanders. It is for the weak, the hopeful, the discounted, for the few who can't quiet the dreams beating in their chest, for the brave who harness fear like sails hold wind. Let it propel them into things to come. This just may be your time to fly. Do not miss your flight. You wasn't supposed to be here. You didn't ask to be here. But you're here. Daddy's not going anywhere. No matter where I am, Daddy will always be right there. Now, later. This one here is for my baby girl, the only other female who will have my heart in this world. It came unexpectedly in my life and I wasn't happy about it. But now that you're here, sure as hell don't help to stay mad about it. Because you see, I wasn't ready for you to arrive and neither was your mother. We already had the weight of the world on our shoulders, plus I was fighting with two other mothers. One mother was the dad of your brother, who I used to share my life with like the other. That was until her mother budded in and tried to win our life. Then I met you, she was never a part of her life until her daughter found someone worthy of her life. And mama wanted to get mad because she was the last to find out. But when you're not active in your child's life, that's what happens. You can sell. Which was why I didn't want you here, being that I knew that the end of your mother and I was neither. But please, I don't want to make it sound like I'm blaming you, my dear, because I know better than anybody. You ain't acting to be here. But now that you are here, you ain't got to worry about me being a stranger. I do have to be active from a distance, though, because of the clear present danger that exists between the mother and I. Because of our own issues, we can't see eye to eye on anything we try. I try and tolerate everything to be in your life, and I damn near die. Your mother will probably tell you different and try to water it down without you. But you'll soon learn in life there are three sides, hers, mine, and the truth. All you can do with it is use your judgment and instincts and draw up your own conclusions. I mean, you know what you want to hear, but that don't mean believe everything you come up with a quick conclusion. Look, all I'm hoping is that mommy's teaching you how not to grow up and be like her. Three different kids and three different men made her life one big blood. Believe me, it don't make me feel any better knowing that I'm one of the three. 
but that was something that I brought on myself. So I hope that you still learn from the mistakes of your mom. Because if you don't, just like your mom and me, you'll be had by life by way of choices and consequences. Which is why I'll always be around to help you make a different outcome and consequences. So you see, you'll always be my baby girl. Now, later, and in the afterworld, Rachel Janae Johnson. Poetry After Dark, the original. I'm your host, Poetist, and that was the triple play of poetry. And we had Talon, AC, Fall from the Tree, Amina Brown on How to Fly, and the last one was Diamond J, My Baby Girl. All right. And I had a wonderful evening with all of you guys. In fact, I had a ball. <laughs> and I hope you all enjoyed the show. Um, starting next week. And I will be blogging this and send it out on MySpace and Facebook and what have you. But starting next week, my shows will be moving to 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. I'm moving back to late night. So just know that I will not be coming on at 9 o'clock anymore. Make note of it so you won't miss the show. But if you do miss the show, you can always download it or archive it. The wonderful things of BTR. We can find something good to say about BTR. Okay, um, Poet said, want their track played? Please email um, them to me in MP3 format to poetryafterdark at gmail.com. And we're going to rock with some more music here. This is another one. Um, <laughs> little throwback here. As soon as I find it. And I haven't really heard this song in a while. So. Public announcement. Who remembers them? <laughs> Dedicating this one. Turn the lights down.
thick chick with hips and, and lips and, and, and curves. Oh, the curves, you leave me with no words and no thoughts but to think thoughts that think of you as I think thoughts that keep me consistently spinning continuously in a continuous orgasmic orgasm from just the thought of the thought of not thinking of you. I think, what would I do? Oh, what would I do without just the thought of you? Sometimes I sit silently inside my house, inside my room, inside myself, and try not to think of you so I can try and breathe. But your name consumes my lips, and your perfume is something like a drug fix, and my hand wants to consume your hips, and my ocean would love to consume only your ship, and my soul would love to consume your kiss, and I would love to just consume a kiss. One kiss, or two, or three, or four, more than the first six I'm hoping by this time I've already received. You need to believe in me, I'm not conceited, but I know I can make your life better than you ever thought it could be. I've been sitting patiently, waiting patiently, patiently waiting for you. I know it sounds crazy, but I took pictures of your thoughts with my third eye, and why lie, you look damn good to me. At, at night I stand next to my nightstand and sit my thoughts of you on my nightstand Hoping one night I can stand next to you But I don't want no one night stand I want you for more than three lifespans And right when I thought my maximum capacity was at its peak You send me to a higher level with just a blink A, a blink that was less than a fraction of a second just, just think what you do in just fractions of seconds Just think of what we could do in just fractions of seconds Just think of what we could make in just fractions of lifetimes of lifetimes of a lifetime but i want you more than just fractions of a lifetime i will begin today she was the end of me but she was still the beginning of me and Everything in between me was covered by she, and she extended me beyond my extensions of me, but my extensions of me contains extensions of she, and if she, she could extend me past me, just one more time, she could extend me to that place where Love has no lines and boundaries have no end And where my boundaries within hers would somehow begin And if she can extend my end just an inch past my end That inch past my end would be spent in thought Thinking about how we can begin again To that place where colors have no shade And shade has no hues And hues have no views And the colors of love that are shared Are shared between me and you Painting perfect pictures of love With the colors that completely cover the both of us Mixing the red of your passion with the purple of your person With the yellows of your thoughts With the blues of your moods With the greens of your attitudes With the whites of your smile With the orange of your voice With the brown of your skin With the black of your heritage With the 
black of your heritage with the black of your heritage and these colors of love are just a few all mixed together to produce only a piece of you because there are not enough colors in the spectrum of color colors in the rainbow of color colors in the kaleidoscope of color colors even in the crayola box of color colors that can totally capture all the colors that make that color which is you and you and you and you you take me to that place where thoughts have no patterns and my non-pattern thoughts leads to suspended thoughts that make me think of thoughts that i thought that i would never think again thinking these thoughts again gets me excited beyond my thoughts again to that point where thinking these thoughts again leads me back to the beginning of thinking non-pattern thoughts Poetic Minds, I will begin. Um, we have about 15 minutes left in the show. You're turned into poetry after Darcy Original, and I'm your host, poetess. I just want to um, acknowledge 856. I do not have open mic tonight. It will be next Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I do appreciate you calling in and listening in to the show. All right, we're going to continue on with some more music. O'Brien, you and I.
So, you women who are primary distributors of the rosy derivative paraphernalia, watch out for me. The other women, the mistress causing distress and contest with wifeies everywhere. You turn your back, I'm there. On his jacket, you'll find a strand of my hair. When you're absent, I'm present, and I can smell the fear. I got Christian women saying prayers. In church, I get evil stares. Not for anything I've done yet. It's because I'm a threat. I'm real and free with my Christianity. While you deceive yourself with your fake purity You're in the river and on the bank with your celibacy Just because it's been a few weeks Doesn't mean you've restored your virginity Your lips say it's a sin yet below his belt Your hands are lingering He can't put it in but you're doing everything else Either do it all or don't do it at all Cause it's me he's gonna call Don't totally blame him It's your fault I exist don't blame me, cause I didn't have to twist his wrist. So stop coming at me with fists, Vaseline and your hyped up crew. They probably did him too. I'm here cause I'm willing to do all the things you refuse to do. Like laugh, like live, like love. You hate me because you aren't me. And yet, I'd rather be you. And I, I, I can sense your pity. This is not an excuse, but no matter what I do, he'll never end his ties with you. He gives himself to me, but goes back to you with morning too. And our few hours can't compare to your lifetime. I don't know why, but you and me would be his ideal if we were combined. Your man may never be mine, but you make it easy for me to try. So ladies, be ready for me, the other woman. The mistress causing distress on the hit list of women everywhere. So step your game up. Show your man how much you care. Be a woman. And be there. Hope all of you enjoyed the show. Big shout out to Seti J. 
the next level. St. Clinton, D's Round Table, Jennifer Hood, Literary Diva, Verbal Skills, Twisting Words, Bad Boy Number Two, The Hardest Command on BTRW Depth, The Educator Poet, Lays Low, Frankie Fran, RAC, and Angel Eyes, and there's another one here that I, okay, Aunt Pearson. Thank you all for coming through. Shout out to Facebook for listening in. I appreciate the love. I'm going to leave you guys with this here. Um, never judge a book by its cover. Um, give a person the benefit of the doubt before you judge them because you never know. And that's real talk. So the next time, guys, remember next week, uh, Tuesday show, we'll be starting at 11 p.m. sharp. Peace and blessings. Second time around But before you go There's something I'd like to say Everything's not worth a scene There's a stronger force behind the scenes He's in our lives every day He's right there when we call
Say amen.